lovers unite welcome back to the anti-politics podcast i am alan lemp as always i'm with my good friend rob renoso and today we have a very special guest jamal uh jamal how you doing today brother i'm doing good man how about you doing good doing good really happy you're on here i know we've been talking a few months about having you on glad we were able to get this worked out really excited to talk to you about some stuff uh rob how's your day going man Day's going pretty well so far. You know, it's uh, yet another beautiful Sunday, blessed with some nice weather outside. I uh, wish I could have been out at the range today, but I had some things to do at home. So, of course, that takes priority. Yep, I feel you on that. I have uh, some friends in town right now. They're all out shopping uh, with the kiddos, uh, but I had to cook them some barbecue this morning. So I smoked a picanha and made some chimichurri and made sure they had a solid lunch before I got ready for all of this. Um, And today, I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about suppressors. And for those of you that don't know, a suppressor or a silencer for a gun is something that helps, uh, you know, more so keep your signal low, uh, keep the flash away, keep the sound signal low and everything else. Uh, A lot of people call them silencers. Some people call them cans. Uh, But really, Jamal, uh, you just went to a really interesting event recently uh, called CanCon and would love to hear more about that and everything you learned about suppressors, man. CanCon, to my knowledge, is the first ever fully suppressed, like, range day shooting event. Uh, it will happen again this year. There aren't any dates for it, but it will be in November, just outside of Savannah, Georgia. First ever shooting event I have ever been to, and it was absolutely amazing. Every vendor there, the people working, you know, the staff, Everybody there was super nice, super friendly, and we all just had a really good time shooting stuff. So you can't really beat that. Dude, that's so cool. It's, it's always a great community out there, no matter where, what, what show I visited, what part of the state or country. Yeah, it was awesome. And I think the total cost for it, for the two days that I was down there, you know, not including hotel room, I think it was like 120 bucks, maybe. <laughs> are you shitting me that's it that's, that's that cheap. was it that's pretty and that good was with the uh the lane passes and we got bonus lane passes when we got there for ordering ahead of time brother so cl- clean out your guest room i'm coming to stay with you before we go next year in november <laughs> like, dude, I, let's I am there i am there you and i've been talking about meeting up to do a range day anyway like let's go do this it was amazing it was like after the first God, probably 10 or 15 minutes there i was like yeah i really hope they do this again and sure enough it's already in the books definitely going i'm gonna try to snag a vip pass if i can to get access to the night shoots that weekend because everybody you know you also had night vision vendors you had thermal vendors you had all kinds of people it wasn't just suppressors mm. You had FFLs and SOTs that were bringing out their own guns that they make. And, you know, they're like, okay, 
here's a suppressor. Here's this particular can on our firearm. Tell us what you think about it. Okay, cool. Take a couple rounds, you know, give them your honest opinion. And there was a bunch of them there that if you found a problem, or if you had a problem, let them know. And they had people there taking notes, you know, hey, how can we fix this, that, and the third, if it ever did come up. And that's something else, you know, you have your, your customer base right there on the spot. And they're giving you just honest feedback right there. That's so cool. That's so cool that the uh, the vendors are that willing to listen to customers and really put the work in to making the best possible um, item for us for every application too. Those aren't really customers anymore, man. Those are clients. Like they're they're building a community. Yeah, man, it is awesome. I highly recommend anybody if you can if you can get that weekend off. And again, I'll give you the dates when I know ahead of time. If you can get that weekend off and save you know, a couple hundred bucks for the hotel room or an Airbnb and the event, by all means do it because it is 100% worth it. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I have that weekend off. No doubt about it. I'm, I'm coming next year, brother. Oh yeah. So, you know, in everything that you shot, what were your like top three favorite Kansas shoot and uh, what applications were they on? I would have to say my number one would be the uh, CGS group. I think it's called the Hecate. It's right. It's a 3D printed titanium 338 Lapua Magnum suppressor, mm-hmm. and it's direct thread. It weighs, I think, just over a pound, but it's essentially the way they've engineered it. It's like two suppressors in one, and I am not kidding you. On the 338 Lapua Magnum bolt action rifle that I shot, it was registering, I want to say, three decibels over an unsuppressed 22. That's incredible. For those who don't know, a 338 round is huge. That's that is not a small round. That's a that's a round that they use in sniper rifles. Yeah, it's it is ridiculous. And the human ear can really only pick up a difference. I want to say it's 5 decibels is where you can actually notice a difference. So to the human ear, it wasn't, you know, insanely loud. It was literally an unsuppressed 22 level. It it was amazing. That's so cool. And they, they make that new uh, 50 caliber uh, suppressor as well, right? Yeah, they've got a 50 as well. I know they have a couple of modular 9 mil cans. I think they have a 45 as well. And I'm hoping to uh, get some of those ordered sometime this year because everything they had was absolutely awesome. They're they're top notch, man. They're top tier on suppressors. Uh there's a reason why you can't find one of their suppressors for less than a thousand dollars. You are not kidding. I mean, they are well worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so who else really uh, caught your ear per se on the, what you're shooting? I got to talk with Mike Pappas and Tasson and a couple of the other guys at the dead air booth sat and had lunch with them the first day, uh, which was awesome. And they got they've got some pretty cool stuff coming out this year. I can't really say much about it, but they've got some interesting things coming down the pipes. Silencer Co. They were running uh, I can't remember what suppressor it was, but they were running it on a full auto M two forty nine belt fed, <laughs> and they probably dumped I would say four or five hundred rounds within the first hour on Sunday. And that thing stood up. I'll have to go back through my pictures to uh, see which one it was. Bacon on it. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was glowing would be an understatement. Might burn it a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like looking at the surface of the sun. Yeah, I absolutely love Silencer Co. Uh, simply, I mean, they make fantastic suppressors all the way around. The Omega 300, things of that sort. But the Maxim 9 is for somebody to step up and say, yeah, we make suppressors. Oh, us, we're going to make a you know, a suppressed nine millimeter gun where it's all integrated into the handgun. Like who yeah. else is doing that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, that's like, I can't remember who it was made a integrally suppressed uh, muzzle loader a couple of years back and being a muzzle loader, it's not an FFL item. So you have an integrally suppressed 50 cal muzzle loader that you have no wait time for and no paperwork. I believe that was Silencer Co. Was it? I can't yeah. remember. I think there well, was one or two that were doing it. Looking it up right now. Um, Silencer Co. Maxim 50, first ever 50 state legally suppressed muzzle loader. Yep, that's it. Dude, they, they have always been doing like big stuff like this and just giving back to the people with what they're trying to do. Oh, I need me one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so wet right now. <laughs> so moist. Silencers are what's up. And you know, beyond the uh, function of a silencer, it saves your hearing too. You know, it's it sounds like you're shooting an airsoft gun. So if you're shooting a 22, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's like my hearing is absolutely jacked. So trying to save what little bit I do have left. Well, and that's one of the reasons I was talking to you a couple weeks ago, Jamal, about uh, the 300 Black I just got. Cause that's going to be like my CQB um, home defense rifle. Right. And mm -hmm. having a can on that is absolutely necessary. Like I, I don't want my family to be sleeping. If somebody breaks in and to ruin all of our ears. <laughs> if, if I have to, like I, I have to get a suppressor on that uh, to complete that build. And I want to make sure I have the, the best one possible for the situation. So I'm going to have it in. I fully agree, man. Um, something like that, you know, if you want to do home defense is one thing, but if you want a suppressor that you can also take to the range and run 5,000 rounds through in a weekend and not worry about it having issues, you're going to want something that's, you know, full auto rated, super hard use. It's got ink and stellite baffles, something of that nature. Uh, to handle all that kind of abuse, especially being 300 blackout on a short barrel, you're going to be a lot more violent right there at the muzzle. So you're going to have to worry about uh, blast baffle erosion more so than you would on a longer barrel. Between 8 and 10 inches, you get a full powder burn with 300 blackout. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with anything shorter than that, you're not going to lose a ton of velocity anyway. But knowing that, like, you can go with a the dead air chemo adapter, mm -hmm. you know, their little quick detach system. Yep. They have the flash hider and they also have the muzzle brake. And that's what I run because your muzzle brake will act as a sacrificial baffle. Mm -hmm. So with all that muzzle energy coming out at one time being contained in that blast baffle, if anything is going to erode first, more than likely it's going to be your muzzle device. And I would much rather change out a hundred dollar muzzle device than a thousand dollar suppressor, you know? Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And it helps with the carbon buildup too on the, uh, 
Oh, it's screwing it off so it doesn't get frozen. Yeah, I've been looking at the Omega 300 by Silencer Co. Yeah. Got a couple people that I know that have it, and they love it. I'm waiting on a uh, Dead Air Sandman S currently, which should be fun. I know they're not the quietest suppressor. I didn't buy it for that. I bought it because it is a hard use, you know, so, so to say a jack of all trades and master of none. They've been proven countless times. If you have any issues, Dead Air has a pretty good warranty. You know, if you ever have a baffle strike or whatever, send it in. And I think the usual turnaround is two to four weeks, give or take. That's not bad. Yeah. And uh, having directly talked to the guys that run everything up there, they are super solid people. Yeah, that thing looks sexy, too. Uh, and the quick release and everything else. Yeah, you're making my decisions really hard, Jamal. Like, I, I appreciate it, but, you know, at the same time, fuck, dude. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of cool shit out there. You know, I'm, I'm sure whatever you got, you're going to be happy with. And that's that's really the beauty of the industry. And that's the thing is, like, you know, your, uh, your rifle suppressors, most of them are using the universal 1 and 3 eighths by 24 threads. So let's say you do get an Omega 300, but you're running a dead air muzzle brake. You can take mm-hmm. the uh, the insert for your suppressor out, swap it out for a chemo to fit your dead air muzzle brake, and you're good to go. A lot of aftermarket companies are using chemo. Um, it's just, in my personal opinion, it is a rock-solid setup. I have nothing bad to say about mine, and I've used them on my 308 DMR uh, almost a year now. And that actually brings up something else with suppressors is um, point of aim, point of impact shift, which you are going to have some degree of that with a suppressor on and off. You know, for a pistol suppressor, it could be an inch at 25 yards. For a rifle suppressor, it could be an inch at 100 yards. But if you go further than that with a rifle, like my DMR, mine in particular, my deviation... I want to say it was like six inches or so. Oof. Wow. But it's repeatable. At a hundred? Yeah, six inches at a hundred. That's a lot. It is. is, yeah. And I'm taking that suppressor, you know, five, six hundred yards when I can. That's going to be a huge thing, but it was repeatable. So if I had to, I could, you know, take notes on it and make a dope for it if I had to. Yeah, as long as it's repeatable, like you're saying. Yeah, but generally that rifle stays suppressed anyway, so I just keep it on there and let it ride. In a perfect world, all of our rifles would be suppressed. We'd make them in our uh, our own garages. Uh, you know, drill presses go burnt for a couple of different reasons, right? Lathe <laughs> and bar stock go burnt. Mm-hmm. I re- I identify as a Texan nowadays. I know a lot of people identify as different things, but I identify as a Texan. So that way, if I make my own suppressor, I know it's still legal because in Texas, you can make your own suppressors. Um, so just so everybody knows, I'm, I'm now Texan. Uh, my pronouns <laughs> are rooftop Korean and I live in Texas. Beautiful. Yes. Just like that. It was so... <laughs> <laughs> uh jamal who uh those, those sexy pit vipers that you posted on those pictures the other day i thought they were red your buddy said they were pink 
What was uh, that range day about? Uh, so that was actually, I want to say that was early. That was about this time last year. Um, mm-hmm. I had just gotten my plate carrier set up how I wanted it. You know, my plates and had my mag pouches where I needed them. And it was for me, it was just a getting used to it kind of range day. But at our uh, local range, we have a thing every, I want to say it's two months. It's called Skills and Drills, and one's actually coming up at the end of the month that I'll be at. And you have people from novice, you know, novice shooters that aren't as super serious about it as some of us are to people like me and my buddies that do this stuff whenever we have free time. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bunch of fun. We go out, we set up little drills, you know, little basic stuff. We don't get super complicated. And it's just a way to go out, burn maybe 200 rounds give or take and just have a good time nice we do time ourselves uh we don't keep scores but you know if you're doing like a a mozambique drill or a 2r2 or this whatever and you run it three or four times you know you can get a good median time for what you have and you can sit there and work on what you need to work on and then you come back when we have it again and then push yourself try to get a little bit faster this time that's dope. Uh, I really want to make a meme out of the one picture I posted on. I commented, uh, the alphabet boys that shoot dogs are this way. Did you see it, Rob? Yeah, I just got it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so perfect, too. Like, he's talking to him. That's good. So, uh, Jamal, you were telling me something earlier about uh, suppressors delivered to your door. Are you Are you really telling me that I can be a DoorDash driver? but bring somebody a bag of suppressors instead of a bag of fries. I mean, if you work for, uh, you know, the courier service of Capital Armory, yes. That's great. Yeah, I've never personally used them myself, but I have thought about it. So they just do Silencer Co. and Dead Air, is that correct? Oh, no. They do every silencer, suppressor, manufacturer that they have in stock. So if you have, you know, Silencer Co., Dead Air, Surefire, uh, CGS, JK Armament, YHM, any of those, if they have it in stock, it's yours. Nice. Yeah, I still don't understand the legalities and how they get around that, but somehow they do. And I'm not going to be one to question it because they are doing the Lord's work. Yeah, they surely are. So they're doing a trust is what they're doing. And I've heard about this. And Rob, I think I've talked about this before. So there's different ways you can play with uh, gun and uh, suppressor trusts and they kind of all fall in one category but there's different ways you can do about it and you get your fingerprints done you get some other background check stuff done you submit it once and after that you're good to go and they can have everything shipped to you um, and i think on certain ways you can actually skip the uh the form filing if you do it a very particular way i have to look into this again because i know some s- certain things have changed since the e-form four was brought back out um and obviously the atf you know just fucking hates us they change all their fucking laws and rules every fucking week every time they shoot a dog their rules change um yeah but there is a way you can get a trust set up where you can eventually skip around the form and just get what you want the way it should be yeah should be able to go to the corner store to walgreens get some sudafed and get a suppressor Right. Same story. That needs to be a patch right now. 
Uh, we will make that a patch. Yes. Whistler, you hear me? We got a patch for you, Bubba. <laughs> so, you know, talking about trusts and using an attorney to do something like this is probably a very wise thing to do. Uh, don't just go out there and start buying things and have them shipped to your door to put you and possibly also your neighbors in, in danger because, you know, as we all know, the state has the monopoly on violence. So anyways, to go about this, you know, the proper and educated way you can actually visit capitalarmory.com and they have a page. If you scroll down to the bottom and click on trust and attorneys, and it'll, it'll explain to you what is the purpose of an NFA trust. You know, they brought all the experts together to put this stuff together, this, this great information together for you to access and use to your benefit. Yeah. And on a completely unrelated note, um, for any of you that own a internal combustion engine vehicle, um, wish.com has some great fuel filters they work really fantastic. My fuel has never been cleaner. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a joke. A joke. <laughs> for, for for my dog's sake, I must uh, I must recognize that that was a joke. I'm not being serious. <laughs> oh man, four black suburbans just pulled up outside my house. Well, if you looky there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's 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 the reality of. <laughs> being a hobbyist in america I, I do like how though like everybody uh as far as normies go more and more as time goes by and more so in the last couple months especially for some reason um are really opening up to the idea of like yeah i need to carry every day i need to have at least two pistols and a rifle and some armor and some kind of suppression and some, some kind of setup just to take care of myself the more conversations i have with people the more that they're coming to me saying, what should I get? What should I do? What kind of training should I get? And where can I get that training? And it's, it's really starting to really peak and climb on the level of people that are coming to me for that. Um, whether it's my neighborhood, my community, uh, people online, whatever it might be, my family, even, um, are you guys seeing this kind of the same thing or am I just an anomaly on this? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, as, as we all grow older, um, it's just standard practice, you know, whether it's taking care of your home, protecting your kids uh, when you're taking them to school or you're taking them out shopping or to the, to the park, whatever. It could happen anywhere, anytime. And we've seen proof of that. You know, not not everybody out there is not everybody out there has good intentions. Unfortunately, that's just that's just the reality of life. And we all have to accept that. But we also have to deal with it. And we're a really big country. So. You can't just rely on the cops to come save you. you Got to protect yourself. And there's no better way to do that than by being prepared, especially in your home. So suppressors, come on, let's, let's stop dogging around this stupid little issue here. There is a practical purpose for them, not only to, for protecting your hearing, but the hearing of your family in the event that you're broken into at night. Who was the fucking bank robber that started the whole fucking assault gun Al Capone and all his cronies. John Dillinger. So the Tommy gun, the Thompson submachine gun, was easily obtained during the time period of the Prohibition era when alcohol was, was prohibited from public purchase and consumption. And it became the signature weapon of organized crime. So really, really iconic. It's the reason why you see it in a lot of mobster movies. You've maybe heard it called things like the Chicago typewriter, the Chicago piano, the trench broom. The, the whole NFA was based off of that that uh, that guy's uh, crime run. 
and they basically base it off just yep. a bunch of bullshit. And I will add to that. I will say that the way the NFA law was written in 1934 when it became, you know, a thing is that the price of the tax stamp itself did not inflate over time. So it was 200 to, you know, today and it was 200 back then, which that was like a year's salary for people back then. And that's understandable. Okay. They just wanted to make it absolutely unobtainable for people at all. Now, if in today's money, it had inflated in the last, you know, 90 years, it's like five and a half thousand dollars for the tax stamp alone. Yeah. Now, I mean, 200 bucks, that's like what, like two cartons of eggs. Yeah. Um, you can easily, easily afford that. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, little, little bit more background on this whole uh, mach- lawful machine gun banning. So we we're talking about the year 1934. Since 1934, there have been no actual murders with a lawfully owned machine gun, right? And ironically, the only murder that's been carried out with a lawfully owned machine gun since then was in 1988 by a police officer named uh, patrolman Roger Waller who murdered an informant named Lawrence Heilman using a Mac 11. Good God. So the, the Hughes amendment is what closed the ATF machine gun registry. So meaning that the only automatic weapons that could be lawfully owned in the U.S. would be at least 36 years old. Mm. And due to the limited supply are extremely valuable as we are saying. So like just to like put things into perspective for everybody out there, $10,000 is about the price of one of these automatic weapons. And yes, of course, you can you can modify weapons to become automatic, right? Which is what people just will do anyway. That's what criminals do. Crime is going to happen. How, how we uh, keep crime at bay is what matters. And I, I think that if we give more people access to these these tools, because that's what they are, they're tools for survival, then we will see a crime rate that is dramatically lower in major cities and in the rural countryside where it has already been proven to be that way. Yeah. I mean, my everyday carry pistol is always pointed at my dick and it's never shot it off on its own. Of course, my left nut is always fucking screaming, <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, but <laughs> to, to elaborate on that, um, there's only a few. I don't even think uh, if if they do a drop test in order for it to be sold on the market to um, to anybody, they do a drop test and all modern weapons will not discharge when dropped. None of them will. There are some older ones that will. (laughs) But uh, the reality is, is that it's very safe. Yeah, I mean, I've I've literally seen people throw a, a modern striker fire pistol that's got one in the chamber. Uh, across the fucking yard and it just tumbles around because just trying to prove a point to somebody they're like oh that's not safe it's like it's fucking safe like keep your finger off the trigger it's fucking safe dude like they're like what do you mean just literally fucking threw it across the fucking lawn it just bounces around he's like see didn't go off on its own did it (laughs) (laughs) like it it was either yeah he was either throwing that pistol or that guy was about to get his fucking ass beat by him um, so the guy was very lucky that he threw the pistol. 
Like some people just can't take the ignorance and have those conversations with it. And I, I get it, man. Like we all get frustrated with people that don't know anything about firearms that try to talk about them. Like, Oh, we need to ban this. And you know, the nine millimeter blows the lung out of the body. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you guys, seriously, you don't even know what a fucking bullet is. You don't know anything about ballistics. You don't know anything about anything. Like, why are you talking about this? Do your fucking research before you try to come at me like that. Yeah. That's like the videos on YouTube. I love them when they show how a uh, how the operation of a firearm is, and instead of just the projectile leaving the barrel, it's the entire cartridge. <laughs> yeah, like come on. Oh, who posted? <laughs> somebody posted that the other day, and they're like, "What do you see wrong with this picture?" I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's that's the entire fucking cartridge right there. <laughs> God, I swear, some people. Oh, uh, unfortunately, it's most people nowadays. Yeah, uh, true. Uh, yeah, it uh, it happens. We we get we get kind of people are easily sucked into echo chambers. Um, and I was having a conversation with some with one of my neighbors the other day about this. Is it's easy to it's easy to scare people with things that they don't know about and understand. Mm-hmm. People really are out there seeing something that's black with aggressive edges and has a 30 round magazine and they're thinking because they know nothing of it all they know is that they've seen it used to kill people in movies the government says it's bad and the news says it's bad so now they think it's bad and scary when in reality it's not you know if 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 you if you grow up being sheltered for something then you're going to have an innate fear of that. You're going to develop a phobia, even if it's something that's, you know, benign, it's, it's totally chill. (laughs) So people are not going to be chill when they're scared. That is very true. We should, uh, we should start a campaign on uh, how carrots are bad for you and they can kill you. And especially black carrots, Uh, watch out for those black carrots and black carrots. See if we can, really create the uh the stigma they try to create with firearms and quote-unquote assault rifles um because it's just as fucking stupid as they're like oh this black gun like but this wooden one's okay well that wooden one has a much higher power round like it it will actually blow your fucking lung out of your body yeah (laughs) instead of this (laughs) dude people used to carry around some straight up cannons back in the day dude speaking of that Jamal, did they have any suppressors for cannons at CanCon? Oh, unfortunately not, man. Dude, that would be the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen if we could find a company that made suppressors for cannons. If I could shoot my cannon without ear protection on, I'd be so happy. It's funny you mentioned that. I can't remember what country it was. It's over in Europe. It was either, I think it's, uh, it might be Switzerland. They actually made a suppressor for one of their like 155 millimeter howitzers and it, it actually... looks like a big giant fucking dick yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i see it yeah i just looked it up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the old dick and balls <laughs> i i almost didn't see it at first because it was camouflaged <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was oh. pretty awesome oh dude I, I just want like an old school like cannon suppressor that i could attached to it but the more i look at this howitzer suppressor like this thing is (laughs) i would love to have that remember
remember in Mary Poppins how the dude got up, I think it was at noon every single day and shot the fucking cannon off the roof of his house. Like I would love to have something like that, like a cannon just mounted on my fucking on like a deck. He- Second story, third story deck with a big ass fucking suppressor, <laughs> just fucking protruding. You, you think every time they pull the string on this to to fire it off, they go dickity boppity boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me of that Austin Powers movie where they're like, "There's a giant Johnson <laughs> in the sky." <laughs> oh, dude. So hold on, I want to see if there's anywhere we can go to actually fucking shoot this uh can i go shoot a suppressed sir i'm sure somebody here would be able to make it if they haven't already i mean i think if you got a bunch of big old propane tanks you could really make this pretty easily with a smaller cannon yeah yeah i don't see why not I'm not seeing anything. Everybody listening to this, if you guys can find a way that we can get a group together to pay some money and to go shoot a suppressed howitzer with this big dick and balls suppressor that is camouflaged, it's hard to see, please let us know. We want to go fire off some dick rounds. (laughs) 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 I'm tossing out freedom seeds, son. (laughs) (laughs) coming in hot yeah at half the speed of smell baby holy shit i love these fucking tangents we get on sometimes uh dick dick and ball suppressed cannons uh or we'll sign off for a moment um (laughs) holy shit there's gotta be a place we can do this there's gotta be Jamal, do you have any like plugs or anything like any cause that you want to get out there? Stop saying you're gonna do something and just just fucking do it, bro. Hell yeah, mm. just that, that that's what I want my message to everyone for the year to be. Oh, I I want to do this. I want to do that. Just fucking make your mind up and do it. I want to train more. Get out and shoot more. Mm-hmm. Can't get better if you don't get out there. Yep. And if you feel like you can't, figure out why you feel like you can't. And then solve that problem yep. and then get out there and do it more. That's I get good. a lot of people are like, oh, I want to go do this kind of shooting. I want to do this kind of training. I don't have anybody around me. Well, then go to the fucking range. Meet some people. You'll probably meet a lot of like-minded people that want to go do the same thing or probably already do. Go out in the country. Meet some people at a fucking festival. They probably have farms. They go shooting on with their friends on a regular basis and train. Yeah. It's pretty easy if you keep this top of mind to find the right people to fucking train with. Yep. So getting yourself into the right mindset is super easy. It's as easy as surrounding yourself with like-minded people. I'm sure everybody out there has definitely heard something to this tune. If you find yourself in a shitty situation in life, you know, look around you, look at your environment. Who are you hanging out with? You know, are you are you hanging out with people that are, you know, dragging you to the bar and you're you're wasting your life away in the bottle or in whatever vice or even just in your bubble? Break out, get out there. These people have tons of responsibility, tons of respect. They are structured, they're organized, and they have a hell of a lot of great information to pass along to you. And they drink their fucking water. They drink their fucking water. Appreciate your H2O. Drink your fucking Hydro homies for life. Drink your fucking water. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd like to just wish you all well and, and have a great week. 
just carry on with excellence, drink plenty of water, do some dry fire training, do your, let's, let's add another one of that. Do, do some 30, 30, 30, do 30 pushups, 30 sit-ups and uh, 30 up downs, uh, up downs, burpees, uh, three counts, four counts, however you call them. As long as you beat that face into the ground and sweat your ass off. Sound good to me. Mm. Sounds oh, yeah. good to me. Yeah. And don't do it the other way around. Don't, Beat that ass off and sweat your face into the. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. But yeah, no, definitely train, point. Uh, do you can literally walk around your house with your rifle and do room clearing and CQB situational training with dry firing on a regular basis. And that's some of the best stuff you could do because most honestly, like that's probably the most realistic situation you're probably ever going to be in. If you have to fire your rifle for self-defense is probably in a home defense CQB environment like that, where you're doing room clearing. Same thing with your pistol. I had my neighbor text me the other day. He was like, Hey man, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, dude, everything's great. Why? He's like, Oh, I just kept seeing you walk around with your rifle. Like you're about to shoot somebody through your house. And I was like, oh, I was just doing some, uh, you know, CQB, like normal, like room clearing training, like dry fire training and stuff like that. And he was like, um, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, yeah, some CQB and, and room clearing and dry fire training with my rifle. Like, what do you mean? What is that? And he's like, I, I don't know what that is. So I ended up just calling him and like, dude, we need to get you a rifle so you can start doing this stuff with me. Because if you don't know what that is, that means like you're you're behind the curb. Like, let me help you get prep for this and help you get over this hump and make sure you can keep you and your family safe. So he was like, okay. So now I actually bullied him into buying his first rifle. Um, I think uh, next weekend I'm going with him to pick it up and he's going to start doing some CQB and home clearing training with me. If Alan says he ever bullied somebody, it means he said, Hey man, you know, I love you. Want nothing but the best for you. I got water and fucking fire ass barbecue. Come on over and let's practice some CQB. That's actually a hundred percent how I bully people. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what I do. Like, dude, let, let's go shooting. Let's go do this. Peace, love, and violence are three languages that we should speak. But you should only speak peace and love until somebody threatens it. Then you speak violence. Be be well versed in all three, but base your life off the first two. Hundred percent. So with that, I would just like to take us on out of here. Um, you can find us on Twitter at AntiPoliticsPod. We're on Facebook. The name of the page is AntiPolitics Podcast. Really happy to have you in here with us listening again. If you got any questions about anything, comments, feel free to reach out. The lines are open. You know, if you want to come on the show, you got some of the share. You got an awesome story of where you came from or how how you helped your community become better. Come on on. We'll have you up here and you'll be able to share your story. So you have a great week. Take care. And Friday is just around the corner. They'll have